Preach all the preach. Give me some water. I'm thirsty. Bitch, you're beautiful. Hey guys, I fucking hate glitter and it was made by Satan to torment me. Welcome to episode 17 of It's Funny You'd Say That Podcast. You know me, Travis, records in his truck because he doesn't have the space for a small studio, duh. Alright. Hey guys, how you doing? I'm good. I got my vaccine, got my second dose, let me tell ya, felt like utter shit yesterday yesterday was also mother's day so we went and got the vaccine both my wife and i on saturday and i was hoping that it wouldn't affect me that badly i was also kind of hoping it wouldn't affect her that badly you know mother's day but she started to feel like crap saturday and i felt eh, all right saturday Sunday rolled around and I woke up feeling like some hot garbage. Uh, I normally have pain in my right hand and I'm pretty sure that it is, um, what fucking word am I thinking of? Arthritis. There you go. Smarty pants. So I usually have pain there and guess what Travis doesn't need guys? An alarm clock. Do you know why he doesn't need an alarm clock? Because the pain in his right hand wakes him the fuck up at all hours. So who needs an alarm clock when you're in pain all the time? But anyways, so I have pain in my right hand and I also have pain in my back. Um... Yeah, quite a bit, actually. Uh, it's not as bad, actually, uh, after I was working. Actually, that's another topic we'll get to. But um, but anyway, I, I almost jumped ahead, guys. Um, the pain in my back and the pain in my hand seem to, like, be worse with the vaccine. Like, it seemed like that was one of the side effects, that it was making my pain that was already existing. Um yeah, a little, a little worse, but you know, whatever. I'd rather deal with a day of shittiness, uh, that, and have a better chance of not catching COVID and you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, so Tori, I let her sleep. Uh, we got up in the morning and I made her breakfast. I made her some French toast and basically like an hour and a half, two hours after that, uh, she went and took a nap for like three, four hours, I think. I think it might have been like three. Um, and man, I was struggling, guys. I was struggling. My head, I probably had the worst headache I've ever had in my life. And uh, I had popped some Tylenol multiple times, and it was not going away. Um, but this morning I woke up, and I felt ten times better. Although my energy got sucked away pretty quickly. But what are you going to do? That is neither here nor there. We can actually get to the other topic I was going to say, which is just a small topic that, uh, you know, I only weigh 
20 pounds less than I did a year ago. But because I have done so much hiking and weightlifting and heavy weightlifting, uh, I got back into it, you know, because I had a home gym, you know, I only weigh 20 pounds less than I did a year ago, but my knees no longer hurt and I can get out of bed and not be in extreme pain. And my shoulders aren't always in pain. They're still in pain. Got impingements in both of them. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, they're not always in pain, which is really nice. Uh, so, you know, it's just remember that it is not always a number on the scale. It's, uh, if I can get my eating habits under control, you know, food addiction, then I, you know, I would have lost a ton more weight because I've been working out like four to five times a week and I go and lift pretty hard. The sad thing is, guys, is Travi Pie had to make an executive decision for the family, which was... Do I keep my home gym or since we're always pretty tight on money, does Travi sell all of his weightlifting equipment and get rid of the gym that he had, that he built over a year and no longer pay $140 extra for a storage unit? Guys, I had to make the tough decision. Almost all of my weightlifting equipment is gone already. Some of it I may end up keeping and try to put in the little storage closet outside of our place. But pretty much all of it's gone or uh, already claimed. People called dibs. <clears throat> um, yeah, I've talked before that one of the things I've wanted for a really long time was my own gym. And LA Fitness that I used to go to opened back up. And you can go work out, and it's only $31 a month. So I felt like it was probably for the best that Travi just does that. Am I happy about it? Absolutely not. Was it the right thing to do? Probably. Am I going to be in denial and just be bitter? Of course I am, guys. It's who I am. And of course I said I'm working on myself. And of course I'm exaggerating. But it's fine. Do you want to know something else, guys? Now, I have openly talked about my food addiction and my problems with food. So just last week, you know, because we're on this topic. Okay. <laughs> um, it helps me hold myself accountable by talking about the bad things I've done or how I feel about certain things, okay? So last week, um, I had a free whole pizza from 7-Eleven, okay? I ate the whole thing minus one piece. Oh, did your opinion just change to, ugh, well, that's disgusting, well, you're not alone, my friends, and nothing makes me feel more disgusting than getting in my truck the next morning and it still smells like stale pizza. Hey, Travis, it's Travis. Just got a small, teeny tiny scotch of a favor. Let's get our shit together, huh? Yeah, that was a fun time. You know, I had to work out extra fucking hard. Um, I was doing a lot better on my diet and then 
we were running low on groceries and it's like we have no time to go get any. Um, oh man. Yeah. So I did, I did not do good. Uh, but that's why I'm talking about it guys. That's why I'm talking about it. So anyway, guys, do you know how silly it is when people say pro wrestling is dumb because it's fake, but they watch reality TV and the biggest delusion about that is the word reality because it's not reality it's staged which is exactly the same thing except wrestlers work harder and do their own stunts you know what I'm saying now I of course course I'm favoring pro wrestling because I've loved it since I was fucking 13 and I am 33 so you know I don't really watch it anymore sometimes I play the video games uh sometimes I do watch it uh, just not very often but do you know what I don't get around to watching reality tv because and this is coming from a guy who still respects and likes pro wrestling. Reality TV, stupid as shit. Now, do I appreciate that people like it? Sure, sure. Uh, people have their own taste in things. Who am I to tell them that it's wrong? Because obviously there's a ton of people who think that same thing about pro wrestling and other things I like, like metal music. Ah, oh, what is that, the most criticized genre of music? Um, I don't know, guys. I don't know. We can't change the, you know, everyone's opinions just by them listening to this podcast, can we? Yeah, I don't know. Probably can't. So I guess we're not even going to try. So anyway, I just thought that was really dumb. It's so annoying listening to people say things like, oh, you know, it's, you know, it's fake, right? You, you know, wrestling's not real. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. That's, it's whatever. You know what I mean? Um... Where are we here? So the other day, Tori and I were driving back from getting our vaccine, actually. And I said something quite profound. Yeah, it's not new for me, guys. Um, but, you know, what's really annoying. I was just getting over saying, um, every other word. And then I decided to do one of these a week. <clears throat> and now I'm feeling rusty. This I'm not going to lie, guys. For some reason, I feel rusty this episode. I was feeling like I was getting in a really good flow the last few, and Travi Pie is kind of feeling rusty. Maybe I'll do like one and a half, guys. Do a little small Instagram ones like I did before. You know, because you've listened to all of my episodes. You can't see me wink, but I just winked at you because I know. Anyway, said something profound. Um, we were doing, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I told her it's good to let someone feel stupid on their own instead of making them feel stupid. Now that might sound rude, but hear me out. The whole point of that is don't make, oh, you know what it was? <laughs> you know what it was? I don't remember what I said exactly, but I said something 
that made me feel stupid when I said it. And Tori didn't mock me for it. She like basically waited until I got to that point on my own. And I realized that I said something really fucking stupid. And she was polite enough to not mock me. Yeah. So, and then I told her, I was like, you know what I can appreciate about what you just did? You let me get to feeling stupid on my own and feeling silly, which in turn makes us just laugh, you know, instead of her just immediately mocking me, which puts me in, you know, defense mode, obviously, because that's what you do. So, um, it's funny how that works, but, uh, but yeah, I, I loved that when I said it and she loved it when, when I said it. And actually I didn't love it as much until she loved it. And that in turn made me love it even more because I'm like, Ooh, you liked that. I can say more things that you like cause I love your face. So that is funny thing I said, loved it. Let's move on, shall we? So I was thinking about how hard it was for me to find like those Facebook groups I think I talked about before. It's hard to find Facebook groups for the podcasts that basically show you real support because every time like I'll share an episode Literally everyone just posts their podcast right in the comments. They don't say anything about yours. Everyone just posts their own, you know, content. And, you know, I'm wondering, like, do they think that that's supposed to mean like listen for listen or follow for follow? You know what I mean? But no one usually says that stuff. And I was trying really hard to be a part of that. And it was it was making me feel like like it was just so disingenuous and i wasn't enjoying being in those groups so I, like i left all of them and instead i um you know went on instagram and i followed some podcasts and actually that led me into like following a ton of them and they all follow me back and like i found more support and listeners through that than i did anything else um, it was actually like ext just extremely, extremely helpful. Um, it was very shocking the amount of people that just would immediately follow me back or, you know, would go, excuse me, take the time to listen to my podcast. Um, one of the first ones I found is called Twisted Sisters with, uh, with Jenny and Sue's. Uh, they have a really fun podcast. It's two sisters and it was really enjoyable to listen to. You know, I've, I've listened to, I think, uh, four episodes and yeah, it was, it was really enjoyable. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. They had some really funny stories on there and, uh, yeah. So, you know, go give that a shot too. I don't mind promoting on here. Um, and another one I really liked was bad counsel. That one was really hilarious too. That one, um, actually Greg from that show was nice enough to go review my podcast uh, and gave me a very, very nice review, which that type of thing is greatly appreciated by me. So I thought that was really fucking cool of him. Um, but yeah, I listened to one of their episodes, their newest one, and it was so fucking funny, man. It was so funny. You guys are missing out if you're not listening to that podcast. Um, this one isn't really a small podcast from what I could see, but, uh, oh God, what was it called? It's like, oh 
come on. Um, fuck, man. Now I'm fucking it all up. I was on a roll there, wasn't I, guys? Uh, it's called the Dumb Dad Podcast. Um, I wouldn't really say that's a small one because they have a pretty good following, at least on Instagram that I saw. Um, but that one's fucking hilarious. Um, you know, yeah, I just, I just found a lot of good podcasts on there, guys. Um, and everyone was really supportive and, you know, liking my stuff and actually looking at all my stories. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't really know how I stumbled upon that or decided to do that, but just following all these podcast page, they immediately followed me back and, you know, I think everyone kind of feels like they're in the same boat, which is, you know, support independent podcasts. Damn, excuse me. Apparently this is water break time. Liquid death. But anyway. um, Yeah, it kind of just feels like everyone's on the same page. You know, Um, the independent podcast scene, just very supportive. You know, and I try to listen to as many as I can. And, you know, I, my problem is I already listen to upward of 30 podcasts. Um, so it's really hard to put podcasts in my rotation because 90% of them are listened to while I'm working. And uh, I feel like I'm on the verge of sneezing, guys. I feel like I'm on the verge of sneezing. But anyway. So yeah, so like 90% of them I uh I listen to while I'm at work and you know, to mix in ones that I'm not used to. I am a creature of habit. Oh, there's the first yard. This fucking podcast is kind of chaotic, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah, so I don't know if it's my autism or what, but like I like my routine and I don't like it fucked up. And one of my routines is on certain days, I listen to certain podcasts and then trying to fit in other ones, uh, can make it a little chaotic for me, but I'm trying to find the time to listen to them, spread them around. Uh, because like I've always said, support is the backbone of growth, you know, when it comes to stuff like this and, you know, it, I want to grow and I know other people want to grow. So if I can do anything to help other podcasts, then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do it. And I would only hope that, you know, the favor would be returned because it's an extremely helpful thing having people behind you and supporting you, you know? Um, yeah. Hey, small thing, you know, you didn't waste your time. If you end up in a place that helps you grow, you know what I mean? Like most people are like, well, that was a waste of time. Was it? I mean, was it though? Was it a waste of time or was it someone just going, yeah, that was a waste of time because they're judging your actions. It's not a waste of time if it helps you grow. And also, have you ever noticed that successful people who seem utterly miserable because they chose money over happiness are the people who tell you not to listen or watch something or, you know, whatever, because they're like, oh, look at me, I'm rich. You know, I'd rather be happy, guys. Like, 
you know, there's a there's a comedian slash podcast, you know, personality that I really like that I haven't been able to listen to for much of this year and like half of last year. He's one of those people who talks about like certain music or that sucks or certain shows that suck, but then he brings up like musical artists where it sounds like their shit should be played on an old record player and it sounds scratchy and it just sounds like it's some people in a garage banging on stuff, uh, which I guess is what metal sounds like to some people, huh? But anyway, I've just, I've just noticed that successful people, they, they can be helpful for you, you know, by saying positive things, but I notice a lot of them, basically their advice to you is to do exactly what they did, even though we're not the same people. So we're completely different people and they're assuming that you know, and we think differently, you know what I mean? Like we're not on the same page at all, these different people, but the successful people go, well, I'm successful. So this is what you need to do to be successful like myself. And it makes no sense to me because I'm not even interested in 90% of the things that you are. Now I get if it's the same structure to get you to a better position in life, but it kind of just doesn't, makes sense if they expect you to do exactly what they did and basically become like a little clone of them, I guess. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, I don't know. That was just a thought I had the other day. Thought I'd talk about it. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. I don't know, guys. I don't know. <sighs> Let's talk about crying. Uh, when I was a kid... Because I thought about this the other day. That's what I always say on all these podcasts. Because I always thought about it the other day. And that's why I wrote it down. When I was a child. I wouldn't know how to get like the right attention that I craved. So I'd cry. And hoped that I got what, I, what I'd want. Um, and I don't mean like get things. I mean like get attention. Like I'm not crying to get like a toy or anything. I was crying for attention and love. You know, it was a way to get love, but then it started to make me seem like an overly sensitive pussy, as it was eloquently stated by certain people. And I think that's why I don't cry anymore, unless I'm by myself. Like the last time I cried, uh, the last few times I've cried all had to do with my son. It's literally like when he was born or like once I started really loving him when he was little, um, cause I talked about that before, how I like, I just kind of felt like he was something I had to take care of for like four months or whatever. And then like, once he started like doing stuff, like interacting with me and like getting excited about me, like playing with his feet, that's when I really like, you know, felt like I loved him. Um, but usually it's my emotions towards my son that have made me cry. And I usually do that by myself. I remember one time I was in a, in a bowling alley daycare. Because they had those. Don't know if they still do. But you could also smoke in the bowling alleys. So old school kid right here. <laughs> so yeah, my parents were bowling. And I was in there with my brother. And I just remember my brother getting picked up by my aunt. 
So I was left in there by myself. And I just remember crying really hard as I watched my brother and my aunt leave and then me feeling all alone and really uncomfortable in there. Uh, so my parents had to come get me. And, you know, I, I went and sat next to them while they were bowling. And to be honest, that's all I wanted. I just wanted to be out there with them while they bowled and everything. And I know, you know, their parents and they, you know, need a night to themselves. But it was like, that's what I needed. I, I just wanted to be near them. And what ended up happening is, you know, they were bowling until I stopped crying. Or I got to sit there until I stopped crying. And then they took me back to the daycare. Um, and I just remember I only cried because I didn't want to be stuck in there by myself. And I used to, you know, throw fits the same way my, uh, my son does. And no one ever said, we think he has autism. You know what I mean? It was always, oh, he's spoiled. We show him too much attention. He's a bad kid, you know? And, uh, oh, here's a fun fact, guys. Also, if you think you're supposed to ignore your kid all the time, uh, you know, that's why they break the law. <laughs> That's not why I broke the law, guys. I don't know why I broke the law. It was fun at the time because I was 18. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, it. I think, you know, I don't know why that moment always sticks out. I just remember being stuck in that daycare. And they had an arcade also, and they had Mortal Kombat games in there. Uh, and I always wanted to play them. Um, but... Yeah, I never really, I didn't play it that, I didn't get to that much. Um, I just remember how sad I was. But I, I just always remembered, I used to throw fits just because I knew it would get me, you know, the attention that I wanted. And that's not good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. What a sad thing to think about, huh? I was thinking about that the other day and I, I, I got genuinely kind of sad for me. Um... And then I stopped feeling sorry for myself and got back on with my life. Do you ever wonder what you're going to do if heaven isn't real? Do you ever wonder what you're going to do if heaven is real and you can't get in? Like, what if the gates are closed? There's a lock on them. Is hell your only option? Is it a choice? Is it made for you? Is it made by you? What are you going to do if you get to heaven and the gates are locked? I don't know. Just something to think about. I thought about that the other day, too. So now I brought that up. Oh, guys, come on now. Well, I will talk about this. Okay. So this is a huge topic for me. I feel very hyper and out of myself on this episode. Hope that's coming across okay. I said across, didn't mean to. Anyway, so I've thought about this about my past relationships after trust has been broken in them. And then I thought about it in my current relationship with Tori, where no trust has been broken, but we are working on things. Actually, things are going really well. And I think that's mainly because I was finally capable of understanding what problems I was causing and trying to be a little more vocal instead of saying things that sound like an attack 
uh, I would express, try to express how I felt in the correct manner. Um, but yeah, trying to fix my flaws that I had that were, you know, straining the relationship. But what I was thinking about was, I'm trying to think of how to explain this. It's like, for a while, I kept thinking how my wife had outgrown me. And maybe that's why we weren't really in sync anymore. And then I thought about how a lot of people would try to keep their significant other in one place and not let them grow. And then I was thinking if, you know, if you don't allow your significant other to continually grow, they just become an insignificant other. And you just wanted someone to fit your life's narrative, not not theirs. Because really what it should be is both partners growing, you know, together and you know, being a better person, like being better people together. Um, you know, it's, you have to be willing to let your partner live their new experiences, even if it means they grow away from you, because that's what real love is hoping for the best for someone else. And, you know, my wife has had a ton of different experiences uh, and I've had a few. I, I feel like I kind of put myself in a box all the time and don't really allow my mind to explore. But of course, I, you know, that's why I started a podcast and that's why I started hiking and everything. And I've felt personally better mentally uh, because of these things I'm doing to grow as a person and expand and do the things I've always wanted to do. I've actually put an effort to do them. And it helps me grow as a person and just feel better all around. And it's like, you know, once I allow my wife, I, I I can't say like once I allow, I've always allowed her. And it's not that she needs my fucking permission. You guys know what I mean. Like I haven't held her back. Um, there's been times where it makes me uncomfortable, but I'm just like, fuck it. And I think that it's been really crucial for us and really crucial for her and the person she's becoming that she's been able to, you know, have all these experiences that help her grow and find out what she likes and what she doesn't like. Because I used to, I used to make fun of her a little bit or tease her and not make fun of her, but I used to tease her and say, you know, you have an identity disorder. Like you, you don't know who you are. You change your personality every few years and then I came to realize after I was working on things that it's not having an identity disorder um, or just like changing your personality. It's literally growth right before both of our eyes. You know, we can label it what we want, but realistically, because she never took steps back, she became a better person with every new thing she was trying. She has more experiences. She has, you know, new thoughts and everything. And the most important thing I can do is encourage all of that. That's the most important thing we all can do is encourage all of that because I've seen what it's like to be stuck in a place. And I've seen couples that are stuck and I felt stuck, honestly. Um, 
but it just seemed to work out, you know, it, it really, it makes things better because then the other person, you know, and I'll, here, here's the shitty thing is it, it's not always going to work out. You know what I mean? Like someone can grow and then they realize, oh, well, I actually don't think I'm that happy with the person who was okay with me spreading my wings here a little bit. And unfortunately, it kind of proved that, you know, they want to fly away. That is one of my fears is that my wife will, you know, eventually fly away. But the best thing I can do is continue to, you know, work on myself and, and, you know, be the best I can for her and my son. And I think I wouldn't say that keeps them around. I would say it, it allows them to want to stay around. Because if you, you know, you don't want to be around someone when they're shackling you. You want to be around someone when, you know, they give you freedom. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's just, a, it's just good to allow growth. You know what I mean? It, it's really just the best thing you could do for someone. Um, I think that was the only serious part of that entire podcast. And, uh, I'll go with it. I don't care. Good stuff right there. Now, that is the end of this episode. I know what you're thinking. Where the fuck was Travis at during that whole thing? And I'm going to be real with you. I have no clue. I feel (laughs) so delusional and I don't know why. Uh, I feel hyper and exhausted (laughs) all at the same time. I'm thinking I might do like a like a 15 minute episode each week also because I felt so off at the beginning of this and then talking like I even had my notes laid out and I was fucking all over the place. So I'm hoping this is a fun one. Maybe I'll change the name of this episode because I already named it, you know, and put out my fucking uh, cover art for it. Maybe I'll just change it to the delusional one. You know what I mean? Anyway, guys, go check out those podcasts I mentioned. Go check out, you know, our sponsor, FYOP, www.officialfyop.com. We're not taking orders in May, but that's okay. Still go check it out. And then please go follow FYOP on Instagram, uh, official FYOP on Instagram and our Instagram at It's Funny You'd Say That Podcast. Please go check that out as well. What else, guys? Please go rate and review us. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's really appreciated. Uh, it means the world to me. It really does. It's not insignificant. It it really does mean a lot to me. Um, yeah, that is it, guys. I will talk to you when I talk to you. Preach all the preach. You just got saved by the bell, bitch. Get busy. Keep your nose to the ground. Stay true to your shit. Hey. Get busy. Keep your nose to the ground. Stay true to your shit. Hey. Get busy. Keep your nose to the ground. Stay true to your shit. Hey. Get busy. Keep your nose to the ground. Stay true to your shit. Hey. Do it for the gram, babe.